up guys, I'm Brady. And I'm Jasmine. And welcome back to the third episode of The, the Struggle, Struggle Diaries. We struggle to make it and you struggle to listen. Yes. And remember our tagline. Yes. <laughs> yes, please remember that tagline. It rings it, it, it true. <laughs> so today uh, we wanted to talk about the struggles of breakups. Yeah, since last week we talked about the struggles of like dating and sex and we built a playlist for you guys like about like, you know, something you could probably listen to with your significant other if you're in a loving mood and today we're just going to do the complete opposite. Yeah, we're going to get sad today. Probably going to cry to be honest. Well, she's going to cry because I ain't no bitch. I am. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm just emotional. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> She's a bitch. No. But yeah, so we're gonna just talk a little bit about like heartbreak and how to deal with heartbreak and how, or at least how we've dealt with heartbreak and stuff. And then we'll build a playlist for you guys that we think is the perfect breakup playlist. Yes. Um, I think breakups are kind of interesting to talk about because I think everyone has different standpoints on it. Um, I think it's a struggle for everyone in general, but um, some people just handle it differently. It might take them a day, a week, maybe a month, maybe even like a year to get over the actual breakup. But I think that really depends on, um, oh, sorry. <laughs> I think that depends on how long the relationship was, who you were dating, um, I guess like the, comp not complications, but like just the intricacies of the relationship, that really depends, you know, because um, I figure someone who's been like with someone for five years, it's probably going to take you even longer than like a month to get over that person. Probably, yeah. Yeah, or like if you were engaged and then like you, the engagement fell through and you're not engaged, I would be devastated if that ever happened to me. Like what, what the magnitude of the relationship kind of depends there we go, on the magnitude. process. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, um, we've both had our share of breakups. Um, you know, learn from them. Uh, you know, they're really hard to deal with at times, but uh, thank God for friends and family and good music and dance and work and all these other outlets that we have to help us express ourselves and get through like those horrible breakups. But uh, we have our own experience with the breakups. Yeah. Um, I'll go second <laughs> to talk about mine because I have a lot to say and I don't want to cry just yet. Okay, so, well, with me, my experience with breakups is my most recent experience um, happened last year. And um, we were together for about a year and a half, well, almost a year and a half. I broke it off. I broke it off, like, a little bit before the halfway mark. And what I had noticed was, like, I just wasn't really, like, feeling it anymore because I felt like we weren't, like in love anymore I just felt like we were kind of just like together to be together and like I was of course I was there to like help him with his problems but he had like a shitload of problems and I'm like why is this relationship turning into me saving you all the time and so I was just like you know what you gotta I, I, I initially had broken up with him with the intent of taking him back because I ha I was going to break up with him 
to kind of light a fire under his ass. Like, I remember you talking. Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah, because I was like going to break up with him. Like, look, like I'm not going to get back with you until you get your shit together and you start learning how to fix yourself because you need to learn how to save yourself sometimes. Yeah. So I was going to do that. But then I, I found out like so many things at once and like mm -hmm. one thing led to another and I was like, okay, then I'm just going to break up with you for real. Yeah. So I broke up with him and like, I noticed that the emotions I went through was like, at first it was like kind of like, I was like in shock that I did it because I didn't expect that I would be the one to break up with him because I was, cause, and like, I don't think he expected that either because I was like always so ride or die. Right. But I was just like, you know what, like enough's enough. Like this has to end. Like I'm ending it right now. And then, so after that, like I was just kind of like, I was in shock and then after that I was kind of sad about it like for a day or so and then after that I was kind of just like like trying to like tell myself like you know this is the right thing to do like because like he didn't deserve me or whatever so I'm like okay yeah I mean I don't need to be with him because he doesn't deserve me and this and that blah 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 and like I was just like you know what I'm that bitch I don't need to be sad about yeah. anything and so I was just like okay it's so cool so for a while I was like, you know, just, I was good. I was just like, I'm that bitch, I'm single, I'm good, who wanted next, let's go. You know, like, I was just on that whole, like, wavelength, and then, like, it just kind of turned into, like, numbness. Because it was like, I had thought I was okay with it, and then, like, even though, like, I felt like there were so many emotions I was suppressing, it's like I couldn't really notice because I was keeping myself so distracted. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, like, work at this time I was working two jobs. I was working, like, literally from 3 o'clock in the morning to, like, 6.30 p.m. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, I didn't have time to freaking be upset or to, like, right. be sad or anything. And I kind of preferred it that way because... If I'm working all the time, and I work, and I work, and then I go to dance practice, and then I go home, and I go to sleep, and then I wake up, and I do it all over again, I don't have time like, to be yeah, sad. Yeah, time to be sad. Yeah, so I'm like, to do. yeah, so but I was kind of just like overworking myself to kind of like distract myself from the feelings, and then I dropped my second job. Once I dropped my second job, I told myself I wanted to start pursuing, you know, more videography, and then I had forgotten that couple months ago when I was still with my boyfriend I had agreed to shoot a wedding and I was invited and so I'm not I'm not I was invited but I had to go shoot that wedding and like so the wedding was just beautiful it was like at this gorgeous venue it was like a freaking fairy tale it was like this beautiful venue and there was like this chapel and like right next to the chapel there was like this path that like led down this road with like a lake and little duckies and rabbits and shit and it was just it was so beautiful and the weather was perfect and it was just like literally like and the bride looked so beautiful and the, and the husband looked so in love with her and I'm just, you know, I'm over here, I'm, I'm shooting the wedding, you know, I'm not really paying much attention to it, I mean, I am, because, like, right. it's, like, it's my cousin's wedding, so, it's, like, I'm a guest, but I'm also, you know, just recording shit, <laughs> so, it's, like, I'm, I'm killing two birds with one stone, I'm enjoying the wedding, but I'm shooting the wedding, and I'm making my damn point, so, <laughs> so, 
I'm shooting the wedding and I'm like, okay, this is great. And like when we're when I'm done shooting it, I'm like, okay, and like we're just at the reception, everyone's dancing and slow dancing and stuff like that. And then that's when the loneliness kind of started to sink in. And that's, um You can't ignore that though. It's a wedding. Like that's yeah. probably the most romantic place you can be. It's like literally the wedding takes place like a couple weeks after that's like my the breakup. Worst ever. Yeah, and it's like Okay. Wow. <laughs> and it kind of forced me to start dealing with those feelings, but I was kind of like, whatever. And then so I left the wedding and I went home and I was fine. And then like my cousin was like, so um, when can I see the wedding video? I'm like, okay, I'm going to get started editing it. You know, I'll get it to you soon. I put that shit off like for a few days. And then when I finally like got around to like editing the video, I'm just like re-looking at the footage and stuff like that. And I'm just like looking at like the preparation and looking at the venue. And I like and I'm and I'm like looking at like her husband as she's walking down the aisle and like his face. Like I was and like the way that he just like looked at her, it was like so like oh my god, like you could tell like he loved her like so like, much. From a movie. And, yeah, right. It was so like it was it was just so fucking romantic and so fucking beautiful and so fucking sickening. <laughs> so I'm like editing the video and then like after I'm done editing the video I rewatched the whole wedding video and I edited the shit out of that video. <laughs> that, that video is beautiful. That's like, that was the first wedding video I ever shot and I think I did a great job because I rewatched it and I was just like make sure there was no mistakes or whatever. So I'm done watching the video I close my laptop and then I call my friend Tati and I'm just like, hey, um, <laughs> and I just start crying and she's like, it's okay, it's okay, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just like crying my heart goes, I'm like, I still have feelings for him, I don't know why I broke up with him, and I don't know why we could have been, I could have waited, we could have made it work, everything would have been fine. Exploded. But that's why breakups suck. You know? Because people just put off their feelings for such a long time and they just ignore them. But that's just how we are. We just we keep busy, keep distracted, and like I'm not gonna acknowledge any of these feelings that I'm feeling right now because I'm too busy for that and I wanna totally ignore how I'm feeling. So yes. and then like when you go home and you have like some downtime, you're like, okay, what now? And they're like, oh yeah, I'm single as fuck. Mm. Ah! <laughs> So basically, that was how I kind of came to terms with like how I my, my feelings with it, and I just kind of like let it all out. And then once I finally like acknowledged the feelings and I felt the feelings, I realized that it's okay to actually yeah. have those feelings. It's a, it's okay to not be over it, you know. Even though I'm the one who initiated the breakup, it's okay for me to be sad about it. And I hate you know? when people say that. Like, it's like, oh, well, you broke up with him, so you're not allowed to be sad. Like, yeah, I am. Yes, I am. Like, I didn't want to break up with him. I had to for my own freaking sanity. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you have to make those sacrifices for yourself, and it's like it's not an easy thing to do. It's not always easy to be the person who breaks up with the other person. Exactly. So, for example, Ariana Grande and Mac Miller. Yeah. That is sad as fuck. It's a tragic ass story. I think she even she. I think my sister said that she has a song that she actually sang for him, and she's saying like, you know, I miss you. I'm sorry about everything. Her song Ghost. 
Yeah, that's all. It's about Pete Davidson and Mac Miller. She's sleeping next to Pete Davidson. She's crying over Mac Miller. Yeah, you know, that just goes to show that, like, just because you're the one that initiates the breakup, it doesn't mean that you're not allowed to feel some type of way about it. Yeah, you're not automatically over that person. Like, you're not, you don't call them and say it's over, and then you're like, I'm free. You're like some heartless person. I mean, like, it may feel like you're free, like, for a split second, but it's not always that easy. Right. You know, like, it certainly wasn't for me. Right. I mean, at first it was. Like, I was, like, on vacation after, like, a week after my breakup. I was on vacation in L.A. Like, you know, like, tipping go-go dancers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And shit like that. But, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't a smooth transition. It was definitely rocky. And, like, I would try, like, guys would try to hook up with me and stuff. And, like, I wouldn't have the energy to because I just gave all my energy to this one man. And I just got out of this relationship. And I feel like I never quite got that energy back. So it's like, why don't you, the people are like, why don't you start dating again? Why don't you, you know, have these hookups? Like, I don't have the energy to date. Nor do I want to. Or do I want to. It's like, I just kind of just need to just be by myself right now. Because, like, all the energy I gave to my past relationship, it's like I'm I'm slowly gaining it back. And all that energy is not to be given to another person. It's to stay with me. It is to stay with me. It's just like last... It's just like last week when I told you guys about, you know, Alakazam. Oh, yeah. The And that's still, yeah. But basically... Um, but just a little update on that story. Me and my ex, we are cool. I don't have any ill will towards him at all. I actually, I had breakfast with him, like, not too long ago, and we were just kind of, like, talking and getting closure. We just laid everything out on the table. That's really good. And, um, and I was telling him, I was like, look, this is why I broke up with you. This is da-da-da-da. But here's also what I did wrong. I want to let you know, like, I did this wrong. I wasn't perfect either. And he was just oh, like... Oh, that's really good. Yeah, and I'm like... I'm like, so we were, we were just completely honest about it. And I was so happy that we could, like, get to that point. Because, like... A lot of people don't get to get to that point. A lot of people are just like, Oh, my ex, fuck my ex. And, like, yeah. So that's resent them. Yeah, and then you, like, resent I'm like, no, I'm like, I don't have the energy to be mad at anyone. Especially him. I don't... That just shows, like, how mature you guys are, too, that, like, even though you had, like, a really hard breakup, you guys were able to, like, sit down and, like, be honest about, like, where you guys both had fault, and you both admitted to it, and you apologized for it, and now you guys are, like, okay. Yeah. I mean, we still text now and then, like, he'll text me, like, on holidays and happy birthday, and sometimes he'll, like, hit me up and ask, and, like, you know, like, it's cool. I'm glad. I'm be like that. And I'm glad that me and him have that kind of friendship right now. I'm, like, I'm fine with being just his friend, you know? And it's, like... It's, it's cool, but like, um, that's why I, um, on a side note, before I passed on to Jasmine, her soap opera, the way, <laughs> which is why I was kind of glad that Ariana dropped Thank You Next, because it, and she's talking about how she's grateful for her exes, because I feel like it kind of like, it breaks that trend of like, yeah. oh, I hate my ex, fuck my ex, my ex came knocking on my door at three in the morning and it was pouring rain and if he didn't oh, come inside, he was going to die in 10 minutes, I would let his ass die on my doorstep and shit like oh that. Like, God. I'm like, okay, like, who hurts you, bro? <laughs> and I'm like, that serious. I mean, I, I, I like that she kind of like had put that song out because a lot of people have started just be like you know what yeah i'm grateful for my ex you know because you made me a stronger person and that is truly how i feel about my ex-boyfriend and 
and he knows that and I feel like I'm glad that I was able to establish a relationship with someone and end that relationship without having any bad blood because I just don't got time to have any enemies I really right. don't so that's good yeah. so that's my experience with <laughs> breakups well I wish mine was that simple um oh god I was gonna say something important about breakups I totally forgot I Breakups are not fun. Just, um, I'm an emotional person, so I'm going to talk about three of my breakups. <laughs> Girl, how much time do you think we got? I, I, this is important. <laughs> oh my god, you got 15 minutes. <laughs> well, I noticed that, um, after I broke up with my first, like, serious, serious boyfriend in high school, I noticed that I was just, like, a very, like, I was, like, closed off. So I kind of closed my, I, like, separated myself from my friends. For my family, I was just very like shut down. Like I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm not as enthusiastic about like things that I like to do or enjoy. And I just realized that I have some very unhealthy habits when it comes to like breakups and stuff. So that was just for my first boyfriend that I had. Um, that was a serious one. Um, with my other high school boyfriend, that was a really rough breakup because we were together for like four years. And you know, I really did love him. And we, he loved me, and we thought that we were gonna get like married and shit like that, and get engaged. But it just ended really roughly. And you know, I turned into a really like a really bad person. Like I didn't really like. I don't like who I was during that breakup because I was like extremely petty. Um, I like ruined the reputation that he had with our friends. But I was just really hurt. You know, I was telling them like, oh yeah, he's like trash and he did this and I can't believe he twisted the story because this is what really happened da, 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 da. and you know that part of breakup sucks because it kind of brings out like a really ugly side of people not everyone but like for me specifically it brought out a really ugly side of me and you know I never thought that I would be the kind of person to stoop that low um, and so I didn't really like that and uh, also with that being said with that breakup I realized that I was like actually really really depressed for a long time like super depressed um, I actually used to cut I used to cut my wrist wow. when I was do, going through that um, and then I stopped doing it um, and then I felt better and then I was single for like two years so like I was cool I was dancing um, I just joined like my all girls like hip-hop crew with Brandy um, and I just expressed myself a lot through that and then during that time you know I met my uh, my recent ex and that one was rough too just because of like the way that everything unfolded because I think it's still like a bunch of bullshit and this is still my recent breakup so I feel like I'm still a little salty over it but I'm like I'm okay now um at first I was like really upset uh, background story so after me and him broke up I found out a week later that he was dating someone that he said I didn't have to worry about and fast forward to where we are now which is like a few months uh, later they are married <laughs> and they live together I think that's just funny because me and him were together for like a year and a half and it took all of a month or maybe like three months in that span for them to like get engaged get married and like move in together and I was like oh my god like what the hell? That means you never loved me. And so I was extremely depressed. But I realized now looking back at it, I was already depressed when I was in the relationship. So like I found myself like
like cutting even more. I was really depressed. I was like kind of starving myself a little bit. And it was just a really dark moment for me. And I really don't want to go back there anymore. And so I think people tend to forget that like when it comes to breakups, people really do invest a lot of themselves into their significant other. And so when you do go through that breakup, like it doesn't even matter if it was like a, a month, three months, half a year, a year, people invest a lot of themselves into their significant other. And so oh, when yeah. people, like I hate when people like rush others and like, why are you still hung up on him? Why are you still sad? They're like, because I invested a lot of myself in it and I'm trying to rebuild that into myself. And so like, I need you to be patient with me. Like I'm not gonna be myself 100%. Like right now I'm 60, I need you to be patient because pretty soon I'll be at 70, then I'll be at 80, then I'll be 90. And who knows when I'm gonna hit 100% or if I ever do. But it's gonna be a beautiful journey no matter what. And if you're here for it, I love you for that. Amen. 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 <laughs> yeah. And Breakups are just struggled. Like very hard. They're, they're really very, hard. Very hard. I actually like. I, I, I asked you this earlier. Did you have a breakup album? Like an album that you just <laughs> listened to when you got when you when you were going through your breakup? Um, I more like I had a breakup artist. So my breakup artist is John Mayer. Just <laughs> I'm emotional as hell. Um, oh God, did I have a breakup album? I think I said it, but I totally forgot which one it was. God. Well, it definitely was Control by SZA. Yeah. That, that was my recent breakup that album. That was my recent breakup album as well. Yeah. She's the one that told me to listen to it. She because when I, <laughs> I broke up with my boyfriend, I was listening to Control all the time and relating to almost every word. Right. And so when she was going through a breakup, I'm like, so I should tell you about this little album called <laughs> Control. And the album had already been out for like a year and I was just being Yeah, we I was really late listening, but I'm late. I'm late listening to everyone. Right. <laughs> Me too, and I listened to it, and I literally I messaged her, and I was like, "Y'all was so wrong. I'm sorry." I literally was like crying. I was like, "Ugh, Brandy, I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have never doubted you." Yeah. Also, this song is highly relatable. <laughs> also, like when it comes to breakup albums, when I but when I, when I went through my first really rough breakup, when I, it was like in 2012, I had two breakup albums, Ooh. and um, it was. Frank Ocean Channel Orange Ooh. and the Great Gatsby soundtrack, the remake. <laughs> yeah, the one where Leonardo DiCaprio and freaking what's his face? Um, girl, no, I ain't never seen no Great Gatsby. Ooh, girl, <laughs> girl, girl. That movie remake was okay. It was a little overhyped. That soundtrack is fire. We should listen to the soundtrack. Somebody I listened to, to that soundtrack all the time. It had like Lana Del Rey, Young and Beautiful, Ooh, and Lana. like um, Lana will get you if you're feeling. And um, Gautier, Hearts a Mess. Oh. And I remember that song. I was always like, My heart is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I was like crying. It was like it was Hearts a Mess, Young and Beautiful, and then Frank Ocean thinking about you. That's a great. And um. I think I was just thinking about you, really. Like, but those those two albums like really like got me through my my first rough breakup, and then Control brought me through my recent breakup because it was just like it's like since that album is like so honest, <laughs> it like it kind of like helps you like get in touch with your own feelings through that music. So yeah, thank God for that. Right, and another thing with breakups, um, I think that people our age tend to fall into like unhealthy behaviors. Like when it comes to like coping with breakups and just like self-healing. 
Um, Cause I know like me, when I had went through my first real breakup, I was very self-destructive. And so like, I was kind of like throwing myself out there and I was like, you know what, I'm just I'm gonna sleep around. I don't even care about like my safety or whatever. I was just very self-destructive. I was like drinking a lot. Cause uh, I think that was around when I turned 21. So I swear I went out like every Friday for like three months straight. Oh, yeah. And so like my body suffered for it and like my bank account definitely suffered for it. <laughs> it's like we're already struggling college students and I did that to myself. Yeah. So yeah. that wasn't very healthy. And so I can gladly say this time around I've definitely developed like better um, coping strategies. You know, I'm not self-destructive. I'm uh, more accepting of like my flaws and like where I went wrong with the relationship and I'm able to admit like, hey, you know what? It wasn't entirely your fault. Like I messed up too. And I'm willing to like admit that and I'm sorry. And that's like another thing. People just have too much pride sometimes and they just can't say I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And it's like sometimes, um, I mean, I get it. Like if you break up cause like your significant other cheated on you, that's totally different. Yeah, I had, ah, cheaters. <laughs> uh, cheaters are trash. Cheaters are trash. Yeah, oh, that's another reason why I resented my high school ex, because I was like the other girl. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that that was part of my self-destructive behavior because I allowed that to happen. I've been there. I've been the other girl and not known it. Oh, that's yeah. I, and it's like I was my it was my very very first boyfriend. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I told you guys about this last week. Yeah. I was the other woman who didn't know it, and I feel like that's fucked up my dating karma. <laughs> and I didn't even know it, so that's not even fair to me. <laughs> yeah, but you know, when it comes to breakups, I think that we want to remind people that, you know, it's okay to let yourself feel sad. It's okay to um, reflect on everything that happened, not necessarily reminisce, but more so um, just think about like, you know, where did everything start going wrong? Was it something that you were doing? If so, like what, how can we fix that so that way, you know, you don't have that same toxic behavior in your next relationship? Yeah, and totally like, just like, just like, I feel like it's important to say, like, you know, like, because memories, like, it's okay to miss the memories. It is. Like, it's okay to miss the memories, but miss the memories. Yeah. Not the relationship. Yeah. Not the person. And you don't have to have, like, that whole box where you throw out all their shit. You're like, this teddy bear reminds me of him. I'm gonna chuck it. But it's yeah. like, what if that teddy bear symbolized the first time that he helped you overcome, like, a fear? Like, he helped me get on the Ferris wheel. I'm afraid of heights. So this yeah, is what that teddy bear, like, that. symbolizes. It's like, it's okay to, like, hold on to stuff like that. And, you know, people might ask, like, oh, what's this? It's like, you don't have to say anything to them. That's your business. And that's another thing, too, that I am guilty of. Um, like, when people go through breakups, people put that shit all over social media. All over it for the whole entire world to see. Stay off social media after yes, you break up. Please. Just 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 don't do it. Because you know, yeah, everything you post on the internet, it's like pen. Like it's not gonna go away that easily. Even if you scribble it out. It's even like it's like erasable pen. That shit right. never really erases really. Right. You can still kinda see the indent on the paper of what Yeah, like it's there. I think people forget that like what you post, other people are gonna see it. And you know, people do pass judgment off of that and that can potentially affect you in the future for like work or relationships or just how people view you in general. And it's just really not healthy to post stuff online for like validation, which is why I was posting online. I'd be like, well, I'm feeling really sad over this. 
my heart's broken, it really sucks, wish I was like getting married in like a week, da da da. I didn't post that exactly, but I damn near thought about doing that, which is super unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't need other people's validation to help me get through my breakup. I need to be by myself, I need to emotionally accept what happened and move on. Yeah. And I think it's also important too for people to have like some kind of outlet. You have to have an outlet. Like there's no way, cause you know, we're human beings. We're only capable of holding so much within yourself, but at some point you have to, you have to let it go. Whether that be like tears, so like physically letting it out or like, you know, going and like taking up like a kickboxing class and like punching it out or something, or like verbally and you're like just kind of ranting to your friends, which is something that we both do all the time. Um, you know, if it's spiritually um, or artistically, I know for sure we express ourselves through dance and that really helped out a lot with our breakups. Yeah, and, and I noticed like, it just shows like how much I've grown as a person because like when yes. I was going through my breakup in 2012, I was 21 years old and I was lashing out a lot. I was angry a lot. I was like praying a lot, just like hoping for God to like send me some kind of sign like, why does this hurt so much? Why am I so angry? Like, I was that pissed off. And, like, I just remember, like, taking, like, all the stuff that my ex ever gave me and, like, chucking it into traffic and, like, and, like, I had, like, this iPod. We had an iPod. We shared an iPod. And, like, it had all our music on it. I dropped the iPod into my pool. Oh, my God. I was that angry. That I caused her to an iPod. I'll never forgive myself. She treasures her iPod. Innocent iPod. <laughs> I love iPods. <laughs> um, but like, um, but yeah, I was like, but like, and like, fast forward to my recent breakup. All I did was really, what what did I do? I worked a lot. I worked a lot. I danced a lot. I worked on my videography. I, you know, I just threw myself into my art, into my work, and I feel like that's definitely a big sign of growth. So, yes. Should we like? Because it's about the time. Yeah, we're about to. Oh wait, 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 why? We're just gonna end this. Oh, we are. Are we done talking? I don't know. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, um, yeah, breakups suck, but it's good to have a good support system as well as a good outlet. Get a good support system. Cut, talk to people from your life. Yes, talk to people. Don't cut people out because people are there. And I'm not saying the ones that respond to like your Facebook status about you being petty towards your ex. I'm talking about the people that actually call you like on your actual phone and, and check on you. And check on you or swing by your house or bring you like food or invite you. I'm like, hey, you know, do you want to go out? Like, I know you're kind of down, but you know, I think you could use the distraction right now. So why don't you come hang out with us? Or kidnap you and or force you to be happy. Ha! Those are good people. Yes, keep those people around in your life. Okay, um, <laughs> with that being said, uh, we're gonna build a playlist for you guys. It is time for 20 songs, 10 moods, or in this case, 20 songs, 10 stages. <laughs> um, 10 songs, or 20 songs, all the moods. <laughs> right. All the emotions. 20 songs, all the feels. Okay, <laughs> yeah. how about that? We should just call it that from now on. Yes. Oh, so, man. Basically, um, oh, before, oh, you're we, start. before we start, thank you everyone that's been very supportive of us. I know um, some of my friends, shout out to like Nancy for giving us some tips yes. uh, to improve our podcast. We really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, C, shout out to C for sharing our link. Shout uh, out. Shout out to um, Sonia from work. I know you've been listening to our podcast. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Yes. Shout out to our dance friends that have been like sharing our link and like listening to it and just thank you everyone like this is really something experimental for us and it just really means a lot that we have the support from friends and family yeah for sure and like we totally like kind of like we we like it 
when we call it the struggle diaries, like we definitely mean it. It's like yeah. literally like we don't have any audio equipment. We don't have like a studio. All we literally have is my camera and my house. Yeah. That's it. And like so it's like if you're wondering like oh well, this audio quality isn't the best or like this video like it, it's a struggle. Like yeah. we we're trying. We we're trying to say. Even though, like, it's not the highest quality work, it's, like, we still have stuff to say, and we want to say it. And, and it's of quality. And if you, yes, and if you are willing to listen to us, like, regardless of our shortcomings, like, yes, technical-wise, then we really, we really fuck with you. Right. So, thank you so much. Um, we hope you guys enjoy the playlist. This is our favorite part of the show. <laughs> we love building these playlists for you guys. Yeah. Surprisingly, Brandy had an easier time making this, and I was, like, struggling. Yeah, I thought I was going to be hard. <laughs> I thought it was going to be hard, but, you know, I, they just started coming out. But, yeah, you can go first, because like, I went first last time. Um, okay. I was just trying to open this a Cool. And so, while she's doing that, our first uh, stage is Suspicions. Suspicions. So, me, personally, I feel like... It starts with suspicion, so like you start noticing that your significant other is, uh, I don't know, getting home late, being like being more secretive about like who being on their phone, like all of a sudden have like a passcode on their phone, and you know maybe they hid their story from you on Instagram. Who knows? Like you're just noticing that something's wrong. Right. No one knows you better, or no one knows your significant other better than you. Or that's how it should be. At least. Right. All right. What's your suspicious song? <laughs> <sighs> so the song is So Gone by Monica. If you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> this is definitely the slap of Basically, she's talking about how she knows that he's up to something, so she's going crazy trying to find out what it is and catch him in the act. And I know in the music video, she definitely finds his car at some other girl's house, and she throws something through that glass window. She sure does. Yeah. It's drama. So that's my song. So if you have not heard that song, please listen to it. Yeah, you, you get it. Okay, I think it's going to be another throwback week. We got a lot of throwbacks. Well, because this next one is, is a throwback. We're the throwback queens. Yeah. <laughs> So mine is, it's not so much suspicions that your lover is, like, doing something, but it's, like, suspicions that, like, the relationship is, like, falling apart. So it's kind of like, Ooh. yeah, so. You're like, hmm, this don't feel right. Yeah. Like, something's wrong. Wait. <laughs> I know this song. Hold on. This is We're Not Making Love No More by Drew Hill. Ah, <laughs> Drew Hill will get you there. Drew Hill. Oh my God, so underrated. I love some Drew Hill. And it's basically like Cisco is singing his ass off, and basically like I'm just waiting for the chorus. Uh, man, this is definitely a throwback. It was on the Soul Food soundtrack. I, I think it was Soul Food. I could be wrong. I'm just waiting for the chorus. Oh god, here we go. But we're not making love no more. We're not even trying to change. Tell me how to switch away. And he showed himself. I 
forward to the end because like Cisco's like killing it. Cisco even sings his own name. He's like Cisco. Look at everybody. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you don't know, then now you know. <laughs> so the next um, category we chose is for when you guys start fighting. Yes. Also, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but me and Brandy love R and B. I mean, we listen to everything. Yeah, but we just it just R and B just kind of says the message the best. <laughs> Plus, we like doing all that crazy uh, vocals. Oh hell yeah! Like, <laughs> I wish I could hit a whistle tone, but I can't. So this is my song for when y'all fighting, and I got the inspiration behind this is from Sister Sister. Oh god. <laughs> I 
But yeah, that's pretty much that's the fighting song I chose because it's a bop. But that is a bop. Yeah, I felt that. Yeah. Cool. So moving on to stage three, falling oh, out, of out of love, which is hard, or falling out of like. <laughs> that too, whatever. Just losing feelings for your significant other, which is actually a really like sad part, I think. Very sad. It's like when things just kind of like, you just give up and like you just don't try anymore. Yeah, and the sad part is, it's like you acknowledge the feelings and you still let it happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I don't, I'm not sure if this is like an original song from her or if she just covered it. Ooh, I don't even think it's on Apple Music. Hold on. <laughs> Can you hold the speaker, please? Sure Because I don't know what I'm doing. Struggle. <laughs> oh my god, click on the fucking thing. <laughs> oh gosh. You know what? To YouTube we go. Okay. <laughs> to YouTube we go. I don't know how to internet. There we go. Sorry. Oh <laughs> Sorry, everyone. So, how's everyone doing? <laughs> I'm just going to edit this out. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, this is, we're not perfect, people. You're not perfect. <laughs> oh my god. So, when I first heard this song, I actually cried, because this song was played at the end of the movie. So it's, where did the feeling go from Selena? And I'm not talking about Selena Gomez, that is an act. This is not the song. This is not the song. Yeah. They played this in their credits for the Selena movie. So, oh my gosh. Let me get to the chorus, because that's where I start crying. Yeah, she's going through it. Oh, girl, you could have played No Maqueda Mas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should have. I love it. she can sing in English really well too. Actually, it wasn't English like her first language. Yeah. She didn't she didn't speak Spanish right. She had trouble. I seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, she had trouble oh, speaking Spanish. Oh, Sorry, we ain't going there. We ain't trying <laughs> That's to That's for a different podcast. <laughs> um this is going to be my third throwback in a row. I guess. Oh my god. Um we're on a throwback like streak here. Cuz yes. All right, here we go. <laughs> This is You Used to Love Me by Faith Evans. Okay, Faith Evans. Never heard this song though. Oh, really? I I know. I'm just. I'm not woke. You know, I heard me so deceptive sometimes because they have like these upbeat, like, beats behind it. Right, you want to chill, but it's like, it's kind of, it's really sad. <laughs> it can be something up here like, bum, 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 da, 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 like, no, I'm ready to your sister. I've been to this love affair of baby. Okay, baby. Okay. She's just like, you don't appreciate, like, I put in so much time into this love and you just don't. Like, that beat is so damn catchy. I know, right? I can't tell that it's about, like... You're not liking me anymore. Right? <laughs> I feel betrayed. Okay, so. Bamboozle. Next stage is the deal breaker. So, the thing that just sets you over the edge. This is what caused. This is why you break up. Yeah, like the blow up. 
Yes. Ugh. Okay, so my song, um, I cried too when I heard this song. I don't think this is one of his original songs, but I just really like the way that he sings it. So let me pull this bad boy up. Please have it. Da -da 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 -da. So basically, um, in the song, he is like, you know, you sh the girl comes up to him and is like, you know, I love you, but I love another person. And so this is it. We're done. And he's like, what? And he's like, for some crazy reason, I still love you. So the song is At This Moment from Michael Bublé. <laughs> right. So I'm not ready for no Michael Bublé feels. Here, let me, let me skip because I'm not. <laughs> Even the intro, you're like, I'm not ready for this, Michael. And you just don't love me no more. And he is like But I still love you, and I could never hate you because I love you that much. And it's like you really don't know me if you think I would act like that towards you. Right. Can yes. you imagine like someone saying that to you? Oh God, I would cry. No, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I would feel like the biggest piece of shit ever. <laughs> right. That's just me. So mine is a little different. It's like I'm just gonna play. It. No, I'm speaking. This is Loose oh. by Daniel Caesar in listen to the words it's like holy crap like this is like this is deep I feel like um, when I hear the song I'm in like one of those um was it like the no sound like movies you know what I'm talking about? yeah silently. yeah okay so our next stage is the breakup <laughs> this is the actual breakup like the it's over so this song um you know what all these songs made me cry so this one definitely got me there um, I think this guy is a great vocalist. Um, people forget that this is like a great song from him, but the song is One Last Cry from Brian McKnight. I don't know if you've heard this song. I've heard this song. But basically he's saying like, this is my last cry over you. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna leave it all behind, but I'm definitely gonna cry over this. Mm -hmm. So. Oh. 
Yeah, true, but I would. But yeah. Wow. Right? That's so sad. It is. But you guys, it's a good song. Like, yeah. It's like, you, it's, it's like, you see, like, breaking up, it hurts. Like, just even reaffirms. if you're the one doing it. That reaffirms that I can cry one more good time. So don't talk shit. <laughs> so mine is a little different. It's like, the saying, I, I didn't choose it, like, as like I'm breaking up with you but I kind of chose it as like like you just broke up with me and now I'm kind of like I'm kind of like okay like whatever like this is like this isn't right so what I chose Snow Love Aloud by Rihanna and basically she um says like She's like, like she basically like relates it to like a 911 emergency call. Oh, like, uh, yeah, he just murdered our relationship. He just murdered us, and I'm calling to report a murder because he just murdered our love. And she's basically like, no love allowed. Like, I'm not letting this shit back in again. I love it though. Interesting. So it's not that old. But I love it because she goes back to that old sound. Like it sounds like Ponder Replay. It was something that she wanted. Like it sounds like music of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> that album was good. I like it. I like that concept that she turned into 911 call. He said he cared, but no tears in his eyes. He asked me if I'm alright. Nigga, is you blind? That's my breakup song. Okay, okay. But that's like from the perspective of being dumped. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, next stage. Anger. Anger. When you mad, you throwing out all his shit. He or I mean, it, I mean, I mean if any guys girl? are listening, you throwing out all her shit. You talking bad on you her You see name. her with her new dude and you're comparing yourself to him and be like, dude, he sucks and he's ugly. His hair, whack. <laughs> His style, whack. His clothes, whack. The way he doesn't even like to smile, whack. Me, I'm tired as Oh, so this is my song because I definitely have been here before and I was like, yeah, well, I bet she's not as fucking cool as me. She's not as dope. And the song speaks everything about what I want to say. So the song is She Don't. I knew it was From LMI and Ty Dolla Sign. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Let me skip forward. Wish you could love I'm gonna push every time you phone me. Okay. <laughs> that 
y'all should check it out. Ellen Mai is a great vocalist. Yeah. Um, I really like that song because she just kind of let it all out. All right, mine. Another throwback. Yes. This is the angry anthem of any song ever in life. This is Caught Out There by Khalees. But I break, you know what I'm saying? So this is how it goes, yo. Oh my god. Yeah, you've never heard this? Never. Okay, I have to play the whole first verse and chorus from it. Oh god. Last year, Valentine's Day, you would spawn me say, babe, I love you, love you, yo, it's mine. Swear. Hey. Held you when you were sick. This isn't fair. What is this I see? No. You don't come home to me. Oh, no. When you don't come home to me. Man. Can't deal. Can't bear. You keep telling me lies. But you, you're surprised. Like I found her red coat in your coat out there. Oh, oh, you do so much You should listen to the whole song when you have a chance. <laughs> I was listening to that song all the time during my breakup. I was like, I was literally like ripping down curtains and throwing stuffed animals around to that song. <laughs> like, okay. Wow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm mad as fuck right now. But now let's switch it up. So the next stage is sadness. Yes. So, you know, you broke up. And now you're dealing with your emotions, kind of. So, this song I've picked, um, this, I'm surprised that the person that I'm about to play, like, wrote something like this, because it's like a, you know, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's totally not his style, but it spoke to me, because I cried during this one, too. But this whole playlist is a tearjerker. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, sorry. But, um, I like this song because, basically, he's saying, like, you know, I said that I loved you, but now I can't remember why I love you, and like my heart is like not cut out for this anymore, and I can't handle it, so we're done. Mm. So the song is Fickle from Game Bond Dogs. Fickle meaning his heart is fickle. And you know anything with a guitar in it, that is some sad shit. Yes. The guitar plays with your heartstrings. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Strings. Push away and never wants to stay. 
that's the studio version, but if you go on YouTube, I think his like live acoustic version is actually a lot better. Wow. Yeah, right? But I mean, that's sometimes that's how it is. Like their live versions, you feel it so much more. Yes. But um I really I like that song. Gabe Bondock once again. I've mentioned him a few times in the past podcast, so go check him out. He's really, really good. Okay, so mine is like the music video is what kind of like made me sad about uh, like made me sad like the song is sad within itself but the video is just like ugh, it's heartbreaking Ooh. so okay so this song this is this is that's who's gonna save my soul by Naro Sparkly oh Naro Sparkly and um CeeLo sings the shit out of this song CeeLo is so underrated so underrated I love CeeLo so much but um, basically, I don't know, it just speaks for itself. Style is just a little the words. I like the beat. It's very somber. compare everybody to you and I'm never gonna be the same so whether you want it or not you have it and wow. it's, it's just it's like so sad but, but there's like a line in the song where he's like talking about like you know like where he addresses like the girl's feelings like her breaking up with him and she's like and he's like I've never stopped to wonder like was it possible that you were hurting worse than me but Still, my hunger turns to greed because what about what I need? And that yeah. part always like gets me, and I'm like, Ugh. Oh, wow. <laughs> like I'm like, Ugh. it's just so sad to me. <laughs> but, Good song though. Yeah, you should definitely, you should definitely check it out. It's 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 pretty. It it pulls at your heartstrings <laughs> again. This whole damn playlist pulls at all the strings. My eyes are getting watery. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, next category is regret. This is like when you start to think you may have that feeling like you want to go back to that person when you sh probably shouldn't go back to that Yeah, person. I kind of took a different approach to this. I took it more as like a, we know we're going to break up or we're going to kind of delay it because we don't want to be lonely. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of like what this song talks about because it's like we're not going to break up in November because it's November. Uh, December, it's obvious why we're not going to break up. January, it's cold as hell and I need someone to cuddle with. February is Valentine's Day. And basically the, the mm -hmm. song is called St. Patrick's Day from John Mayer, which is funny. It's St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day! Patrick's Day. <laughs> and I did not do that on purpose, I swear. Oh, also, cool. happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Happy St. Patrick's Day, we're not wearing green. Don't pinch, don't pinch us me, don't touch green. me. I will yeah. slap you in the yeah, face. We, yeah. we love you, but we'll cut you. Oh, shout out to any Irish fans that we hey. have. If y'all out there. You know, I hope Disney Channel is playing Luck of the Irish, because that's my fucking movie. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good movie. Okay. Hit it. <laughs> so, like I said, anything with this sad ass guitar intro. Here, let me skip to the chorus because that's the part. Let's... Oh, oh, no. I skipped the whole damn. Oh. Ah. 
sometimes with breakups and it's like uh you know the end is coming but you're kind of delaying it it's like dude just like nip it in the bud and save both of you guys the heartache mm-hmm. and start healing now yes i love you john baby <laughs> so mine it's another rihanna song yes rihanna and y'all should know this song hold on She's talking about like, you know, I think I need that sunshine back, you know, like, what are you willing to do to, to make this better, you know, but like, at the same time, it's like, why? Yeah. And like, I think about it, I'm like, you, like, why do you need to make it better with this person? But like, she's so lonely, like, she is willing to like, have this person come back but he needs to be willing to change yeah and like you like have that hope that they're willing to change and come back and make you feel better but we both we all know that don't cut them out of your life yes you're gonna cut the umbilical cord off yes we're done cut the bitch i'm tired of seeing you you Goodbye. know funny, get out funny story uh one time i was out in public and i literally ran into all my exes or i had some kind of form of contact with them so like i had my high school ex from yeah from high school he texted me then i was at ikea with a friend and i seen my other ex from high school mm. and then i was like we were driving somewhere, and then I see my other ex with the new wife driving in the car and it passed us. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm tired of seeing you. I didn't even pursue any of you. I ran into you. 
Wow. Yeah, so this song basically is like, a, I'm cutting you out, don't even try to like play it like everybody who was like in your life is totally like against us anyways. And so at the end of the day, it's just me, myself, and I by Beyonce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's more so the verses that speak to me. But this song's a bop. If anyone's ever going through a breakup, this is your this song. This is the go-to. This is my breakup anthem, for real. This might have been the first song I listened to after my breakup. Yeah, for real. Just, hold on, let me go play the first verse. Maybe one day we'll find common ground. 
when um, the oceans coast and the trees are green, maybe when the rain starts falling, we'll find ourselves together again. And then there's like a little instrumental and then she sings it again, but she changes the lyrics. And it's like, maybe one day we'll find common ground when the oceans coast and the pigs all fly and when the skies start falling, which is basically her way of saying like, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> when pigs fly. Yeah. <laughs> So I just really like that. Wow. They like took that same line and like gave it hope and then at the end they're like, no, it's not happening. When the pigs fly and the skies fall, that's when we can get back together. Like, Sometimes you just gotta tell it like it is. Yeah. Who said it? We are never ever ever getting back together. I can't stand that song. Me neither. I love you Taylor Swift. It's catchy though. <coughs> yeah it is. I'll admit that. Okay. So. On to our final stage! Acceptance slash self-love. Slash healing. Slash healing, slash whatever you want to call slash it. Slash we're finally over him and onto greener pastures. Full circle. Uh, it's important, I think, this part to... It's important to get to this stage because if not, you're just always going to be this person that's full of regret and you're going to hold grudges forever mm -hmm. and you're just going to be mad and it's not good to be there spiritually and mentally and physically and emotionally mm -hmm. just in every aspect mm -hmm. so the song that i have chosen for this is john mayer once again but the name of the song is perfectly lonely which i think is an interesting title because it's like you're lonely but it's like hey you know what honestly i'm good so mm -hmm. let me play you a song so I was like talking about it and I totally forgot to start looking for it. <laughs> it's more upbeat though. Oh, yes. Audio. <laughs> Let me skip. Nobody got worried about me. It's all good. And that's what he's talking about in the song. He's just talking about like this is what I do in my spare time, and I'm good. Yeah. This is always what I say. Nothing to do. Nowhere to be. Simple little kind of free. <laughs> okay, I'm over it. But yes. Nice. <laughs> that's a great song. Listen that's, to it. Yeah, that's good. I love you, John Mayer. Please listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Just in case, you never know. John Mayer is my second husband. Bruno Mars is first place. <laughs> I tell that to my students all the time. They're like, "You're cheating on him," and I was like, "He's my husband. He just don't know it yet." So. Mine is kind of cheesy. I, you know what, you say cheesy all the time, but it's always like a really good kind of cheesy, like a guilty pleasure. Like, it's like, you know, I shouldn't enjoy this, but it's, I will. It's another throwback. And it's <sighs> like, it's not cheesy. I think it's a great song, but I just feel like it's kind of like cliche, but whatever. I live for cliche. Um, oh, I, I went... <laughs> Fighter by 
the song, I'm always just like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>